Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. With the basketball team hot off a massive tourney win over Wyoming, we're here to talk some March Madness, but the football kind. Welcome to the OEO podcast. I'm your host. Michael Bragg, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here as always with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? You stay up last night? It's the most wonderful time of the year. I absolutely did. I am dragging today, but it was all worth it um, to watch a really bad basketball game. Yeah. Surviving a dance, baby. That's all, that matters. Dance. That's all that matters. One and done. That's it. So um, speaking of one and done, or I wish one and done. Uh, unfortunately, with us again is producer Let's Seth. Let's go Yale. Let's go <laughs> Yale. Uh, if you Eat haven't those nerds, right? If you haven't done it already, you can block them on Twitter. It's at say top five, S-E-T-A-H-5. Uh, Brandon, I don't know if you looked up Yale stats or not. Um, they are worse at defense than Purdue, believe it or not. And they have nobody over six foot seven, which it's... plays right against our hand. <laughs> which <laughs> if means they have all a point you guard who can score, we're in trouble. They just have a point guard. You're in Love trouble. So, okay, uh, it's so... gotta be better than watching that Casper YMCA <sighs> doll last night. Whatever that was with the Ugh. six seven point guard, who's probably gonna. I mean, I would assume he's an NBA player. Probably just yeah, built off of second his potential. Round. Second round. He was not very good other than the fact that he could just clear out one side and just back up parker stewart all day long if it works you're an idiot to stop yeah yeah and then they just forced it down inside to a guy that was smaller than tjd but looked massive i mean it's always smart to do anything against parker stewart like just Uh, do yeah maybe except for rap battle against him I've heard that he has a rap album out or rapping. I they don't were know. playing it at the Big Ten tournament. I heard that and I didn't hear it when I was there. But yeah, I heard about them playing it. Yeah, either way. I don't know. So I hinted at it at the beginning. We're going to talk March Madness, but we're not going to talk basketball. We're going to talk football. We're going to make it up. We are going to talk about the greatest Indiana football teams of all time. We're going to give us our final four. Of our lifetime. Of our so. lifetime. That's where I was going. Since 1986. Um, so all you old baggers out there who we love you very much. Thank you. Uh, we will not have 1945, um, 1967. Uh, those teams did not quite make the cut. Although that was the only Rose Bowl we went to in 67, as I think yep. Seth was screaming into his microphone that's muted Got um, beat by USC. Yes. Yeah, but that's not fair. They played at home. So, um, no, wait a minute. Rose Bowl, UCLA, right? Yes, that's right. Uh, okay, we don't go very often or ever, so I'm not really sure. Uh, okay, March Madness. Here's what we're going to do. Brandon and I have not looked. Typical format. I got five teams just in case we needed another one. But we're going to go five through. teams as well. There we go. We're going to go through. this. These are not in my order, not necessarily my ranking order, but these are the ones I came up with. Um, give a little bit about each team. Um, I can add in a little bit. Brandon can add in a little bit on each one. And then uh, we will figure out tonight or today or whatever afternoon, whatever time you're selection listening to Wednesday, it, selection Wednesday, or if you're listening to it when it comes out, it's selection Thursday. So here we go, Brandon. I'll start. I'll start with probably the most obvious one. Maybe uh, I'm going to start with the 2020 team. Yeah. Coached by Tom Allen with a record of six and two. Thanks to Purdue not wanting to play us. Um, we would have been eight and two. I believe we were supposed to play him twice, right? Um, would have been eight and two with wins, big wins over Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, and at Wisconsin. Ranked as high as number nine before losing a thriller against Ohio State, 35-42. 
and then lost in the Outback Bowl. Now, what you will notice between 2020 and maybe another season that could be on here is that we didn't carry our starting quarterback throughout the entire season. So um, we would end up losing in bowl games. So there we go. Notable players from that team. Obviously, everybody that's listening probably knows everybody from that team. It was just two years ago. Michael Pinnock, Stevie Scott, Jamar Johnson, Michael McFadden, Ty Freifogel, Peyton Hendershot, and Taiwan Mullen, just to name a few. Um, I went back through and reread some of this stuff. It was funny, Brandon. Uh, only two of them made All-American, Michael McFadden and Ty Freifogel, third team All-American. But then Taiwan Mullen made first team Football Writers Association All-American. Yeah, that was odd. Yeah. So um, a, a really fun team to watch balanced all the way across double wide receivers, really good on each side. You had um, with Miles Marshall on the other side of Ty Freifogel. Penix was playing out of his mind. Well, I wouldn't even say he was playing out of his mind though, Brandon. Right. I mean, he would have, he would do the Penix. He'd start yeah. slow and then kind of roller coaster his way throughout the rest of the game. But he was, he was playing great. Stevie Scott was on a roll. Peyton Hendershot had a pretty good year. Ty Freifogel, unbelievable Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year or Wide Receiver of the Year. Um, so a, a great season. Do you have anything else you want to add on that team? No. I mean, again, I mean, the way – just the domination of Michigan and Michigan State. You, you may not see another season where we dominate those two teams, how we dominate. Like, we could dominate Michigan a season. We could dominate Michigan State in a season. But I don't think you're going to get that back-to-back performances maybe ever again. Um, I The amount of money I bet on Michigan State – or that Michigan State game, I won a lot of money. Um, I won the most money I ever have in, in this season of 2020. I just kept hammering Indiana. Because Vegas, like, never adjusted. Like the lines were always still insane. Um, so that, that's something I'll definitely remember. Uh, and then again, the, the woulda, coulda, shoulda freaking tarp outside at Maryland. Um, yep. You know, it, it's definitely going to be a woulda, coulda season there because I think without a doubt, um, I think we beat Ole Miss with 2020 Michael Penix. So I just thought about this. Uh, why aren't we blaming Michigan for that? Because if you remember, Michigan, I'm going to blame the uniforms is what I'm doing. We were supposed to play Michigan with the camo uniforms. And then they claimed some sort of, I don't know, they call it in soccer, kit clash, or basically where the uniforms would clash against each other as opposed to playing in camo uniforms against yep. a school that can't get anywhere away from its flag, its state flag, and has it all over the place. They basically turn themselves into Maryland flag cam- camouflage no matter what they're doing. And then, yeah, that just ruined the whole thing. It ruined our vibe with the jerseys. Um, and then that's why the injury happened. That's what I'm blaming it on. It's 100% Michigan's fault. Right. So The other is, really fun thing about this yeah. is um, if you look at the Wikipedia page, they cross out Purdue twice and call <laughs> both games no contest, which I just love. Like that's which, just, they, which they wouldn't have been. Oh, it would have been. Seth, what do you think the score of that game would have been if uh, 2020 IU played 2020 uh, Indiana? I think when I said it at the time, I think I had you guys winning by like 17. I thought it was pretty handy. At least Maybe that was the start of the season. By the end of the season, I thought it was a little bit more even. Yeah, I think you guys would have won pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, I would have put it around 2021. Yeah, me too. Well, with Tuttle time, you're talking about healthy 2020 IU? No, even with Tuttle. Tuttle time. Yeah, that team was rolling. Coming off of a win at Wisconsin. And then we lost a, a quite a bit of momentum, I feel like, going into that bowl game because we were pretty you didn't disappointed. Play forever. Yeah. Yep. That missed two weeks at the end of the regular season. And then then that's where you get into your bowl time where you missed however many games. We got gypped out of the Big Ten championship game. Um, we can debate Iowa State, IU all we want on that one, too. Three loss team versus a one loss team. And all that good junk, but um, what's your next? Uh, what's your team on the on the yeah. nominee? What's your nominee, Brandon? So here, my nominee. Okay, so we're we're going in order then. Okay, uh, my nominee team is the two thousand sixteen or no two thousand fifteen IU football team that went six and six, 
started off really strong in the non-conference and then kind of fell apart in the um, kind of fell apart in the actual season. One four in a row went on to lose six in a row. Michael, there was an injury in there. I think was there not? Um, who's our quarterback? Well, we lost at Ohio State, at Penn State, Rutgers at home, 52-50. That was the collapse, wasn't it? Yeah. The Rutgers at home game. We were up 28. Um, we would have had Sudfeld. So I, think, I believe Sudfeld got hurt. Yeah, and then we had like a million little quarterbacks, but then, but then um, that's when Ramsey came in, I think. You had Xander, you had... Sudfeld, you had Cameron. That's all I see. Did Sudfeld maybe get healthy? E- either way, what I remember is we needed to beat Purdue um, to go to win, to get to a bowl game. Yep, yep. And we just smoked them in West Lafayette. It was pouring rain. It was, an, it was really gross out, but it was one of those that we just, we had to win. Um, and Purdue was really bad, but still rivalry game winning the last two. Um, and, and there were some really good players on that team. Um, Jordan Howard, Brandon Knight, Jason Spriggs, Darius Latham. Um, you know, that was that was a really good team that you kind of thought the season was lost when they, they lost six in a row to lose six in a row and then win the final two um, and getting in against your uh, getting against your rival, um, that that season was memorable. Um, if yeah. not for for the way it, it was, ended. A, it was the first bowl game in a while. Is that since two thousand seven? I believe. Um, yep. Ended up going to the the pinstripe bowl, which we don't need to revisit that again. The kick was good. Should have gone to double overtime. I was there, Yankee Stadium. It was terrible. Um, in the six game losing streak, Brandon. I guess we didn't point out the losses were to number one Ohio State, number seven Michigan State, number ten Iowa, number fifteen Michigan. Um, and then in between in there, we had at Penn state and Rutgers, which was that just debacle. Um, yeah, that's a good team, a, a team that you don't really think about too much. Again, you kind of gets forgotten a little bit. Yeah. Nick Westbrook as a freshman, um, divine Redding, Brandon Knight, Dan Feeney, Wes Martin, Jason, God, what an offensive line. Wes Martin, right? Jason Spriggs, Simon Stepniak, uh, T gray scales, Chris Covington, you know, that's a solid, that's a pretty solid team. Um, I think we've talked about them as far as uh, offensive players when we did our fantasy football drafts for offense a couple weeks ago. Um, but yeah, it was Wes Rogers was on that team. I mean, that's a, that's a really good offense, a really good offensive line. And did you yeah, forget about this team? I did. Semi Cobbs. My goodness. I mean, if you look team. at the players, man, again, I just remember that Purdue game. Just being, and it, it we won by eighteen, but it was it was more of a blowout than that. It was a, a bigger bigger uh, gap of victory for sure. This was the one where the Western Kentucky game was like down to the down to the wire um, at home, beat up Southern Illinois and FIU, and then Wake Forest away was a huge win. I think Nate Sudfeld went off in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, that's a good team. That's a good team. I don't. I'll just do this now. I'm not sure they're going to make the top four, but that's a good team. That's a good team. My next one um, kind of falls in line with my first one. It's the 2019 team coached by Tom Allen, eight and five record uh, wins at Nebraska. Not, not very impressive wins. And I'll, I'll pull this record up real quick at Nebraska and at Purdue were the big wins, but we did what we needed to do and what we should do all of the time. If we're not that good of a football team, just beat the teams you're supposed to beat in the big 10 and then you can lose to the other four, Ohio State, and Michigan. We should State, have beat Penn State, Penn State, Michigan. State that year. That Man, was the, the one, refs made yep. some just that was insane. the WAP call. Yeah, I think Seth, you were actually one of the first times we actually hung out. Seth, you were you were upstairs. We watched it at Bragg's house, um, and there like so there were just some like that. No targeting on WAP was mm-hmm. just bananas. Um, and then WAP took it personally and just started fumbling and dropping everything. <laughs> yep. Um, he may have been concussed, but yeah, well, there's that. Yeah. Um, started the season really well. I mean, you go through the loss to Ohio state and then at Michigan state, but you're still one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and two at that point. 
Um, that's really good <laughs> at that point in the season. And then two consecutive losses to Penn State and Michigan, and then the win at Purdue in double overtime, which is an epic game. That um, Michigan State game, we should have won too. They scored like 12 straight. I was at what's that brewery on Fountain Square? It was like a beautiful, beautiful fall day. Yeah. Um, and I was just getting lit and scream. There's like a bunch of these hipsters wanting just to hang out <laughs> on a Saturday. And I'm screaming at like the lone TV at this at this brewery. Um <laughs> yeah, I remember that game. We were up. Um it was no, I, you know what was it? We lost by 12, but it was one of those that was back and we forth. Lost by and back nine, forth, but I think we nine, were up 31-28. Right. Yes, that sounds about right. Um, some notable players. Well, we ended up losing the Gator Bowl at the end of the season. We've talked about that. Don't want to talk about it again. Um, notable players, again, same players from 2020 for the most part, but add in Peyton Ramsey, Donovan Hale, Nick Westbrook. Um really solid wide receivers on the outside and with Peyton Ramsey, who was just an absolute monster down the stretch of that season. So um, I think they're in, but we'll see. Brandon, what do you, what do you got next? Yeah. I just want to go back. I mean, I, I hope they're in, I, you've, you've already picked two of mine. You've picked 2020, which I had on on my list and I had 2019. I mean, the thing that I'm going to remember, it's the first away game. I went with you. The tailgating was awesome. The weather was awesome. Um, Jacksonville is not that great of a city. Um, But, you know, me and your brother and Sasha made the best of it. We went out on New Year's, had a good time. Um, So, yeah, I threw up on the side of a house. Yep. That season just had a lot of a lot of memories. and, And my first bowl game experience, you had been to the pinstripe. You, you had been to one before but it was my first one so i have that i have that actually ranked higher uh i, I have it comfortably in um okay. but there, there's a little bit uh like i said kind of like the nc ncaa there's a little bit of bias like yep. the way duke got Ooh. uh their their seating Ooh. um this is my duke the, the 2019 gotcha. season now remember we are when they go head to head they're going to go head to head based on talent so just keep that in mind too um, Brandon, what's, what do you got? What's next? So, yeah, um, this is again, another team that you probably don't have on here, but is memorable for me for, for a number of different se- reasons. It's Kevin Wilson's last team, mm. um, and Tom Allen's first season. Um, and it was kind of when I fell in love with Tom Allen. Um, the 2016 Indiana Hoosiers, you know, we're probably not doing this podcast if it wasn't for Tom Allen. Um, so this, this team went six and seven, um, went, uh, four and five in the big 10. Um, it had, you know, Richard Legault, Mitch Page, Divine Redding, Chris Covington, T Gray scales, probably, most memorable on that defense was freshman Marcelino ball. Mm-hmm. Like you remember just how powerful freshman, freshman. Marcelino was great. Uh, Richard Fant had his phenomenal season. Um, uh, again, I mean, uh, just, just awesome. Awesome team. Um, we lost the wake for us. Unfortunately, I don't remember home. that game. I must not have gone to that game. Cause I do not remember that game. Yeah. Um, but again, played Nebraska at home. You and I were really mad. We had some just insane Nebraska fans behind us. Mm -hmm. Um, shouldn't have dropped that game. Um, played Michigan really tough in Michigan. It was a bad weather game. Um, that game, you know, maybe could have went differently. Uh, but again, how do you not know, you know, what sticks out in this season beyond the Tom Allen, um, but, but it's again, that really close win in Bloomington to make us bowl eligible for back-to-back seasons, um, 26, 24 win, um, that, that game, again, I, I was watching at my in-laws. I've shared the story how I'm always up there over Thanksgiving, but you know, at that point, they hadn't really seen me be a crazy sports fan. I'd kind of kept it you know, like reeled in. I was going nuts. During that Purdue game, Jonathan Crawford um, interception at the end, I believe. Yes, to seal game. it, to yeah. seal it. Funny um, story about that game, Brandon. You know me with games. I like yes. to get there early, like to tailgate, like to get in early. We went out. We we uh, 
Justin, our, our friend, Purdue guy, uh, decided that it was a good idea to get a, an Airbnb for the weekend, nice, invited nice. us down, my wife and I, his girlfriend and himself got this decent sized house in Bloomington. We went out, uh, his girlfriend thought that she had lost her wallet. Well, she had never had her wallet the entire time. Um, not sure how we got into bars with her, but she got in, uh, went back to the house, found the wallet, passed a bottle of fireball around until it was gone. Um, I ended up throwing up pretty much over in the entire house. And, uh, I remember waking up to basically a bed. I woke up in a bed with a door open to the outside with leaves in the bed. Um, and uh, it being about 11 o'clock in the morning when the game kicks off at noon. And uh, I wasn't quite sure where I was. So that was one of those games for me. I think it was one of those where I like the whole Uber ride to the stadium. I was not in good shape. And like kind of the second I got in there, I was blessed by the Holy air that is Memorial stadium and, and was brought back to health. So um, I remember that game for sure. It was not a fun one to sit through, but uh big win for sure. And then yeah, they lost look, to look at some of the, look at some of the, the, I'm just looking at the roster right now. Remember Cole guest. Yeah. I was, I saw this name earlier today during the Give research. Camion Patrick, Camion Patrick, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah, there. Dan Feeney was just a beast. Mm-hmm. He was an All-American. Mm-hmm. That that uh, offensive line was good. Ian Thomas was on that team. Nate Hoff in the middle of the defensive line. Mike Barwick Jr. Yeah, Mike Barwick. He had some flushes or flashes. Flushes. Tyler Nate was Big Ten Player of the Week. Oh, Big Bacon. October 29th. So that big bacon and little bacon must have had a game against Maryland. 42-36. I, I don't do. remember yeah. this game. I do remember this game. They um, did. They we, game. we must have been there, but like I don't remember Tyler Nate going off, but he must have if he won Big Ten freshman player of the week. Um, this this was a fun, this was on my fringe, of course. This this was my this was my last team to get in um for me. Um, again, I don't think it probably makes the list. This is definitely a bubble team, probably on the wrong side of the bubble. But when I was doing my research, this this season had more fun parts. Um, and when uh, when I went back and looked at it, yeah, that's a good roster. Danny Friend, Ralph Green the third, which is it mostly it it, it 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 was Kevin Wilson's last year. He got fired yeah. on December sixth. That was and shocking. I just remember you and I loving the Tom Allen hire. Um, and and again, it kind of changed the trajectory of IU football, which is why, you know, this this season, again, to me, um, you know, adds to its tournament resume. <laughs> yes. OK, next on my list, well, again, a, a team that I do not remember, but many of our listeners might. Uh, the 1987 team coached by Bill Mallory finished eight and four on the season with wins at Ohio State. Number nine, Ohio State was a beat down. And at number 20, Michigan, I believe that was the last time we've won at both of those stadiums was 1987. Um, ranked as high as number 11 before losing to Iowa. Uh, lost in the Peach Bowl to a team that we do not talk about. Maybe the same team that we lost to the Gator Bowl to. We actually scored the same amount of points in both games, 22. <laughs> um, notable players from that team, uh, offensive guard Eric Moore, linebacker Van Waiters, wide receiver Ernie Jones, and a running back Anthony Thompson or something. Um, that team was pretty. He was on my fantasy team that everyone hated. (laughs) Yeah, but then somehow you win the defense with a bunch of scrubs, a bunch of nobody in scrubs. Yeah, Um, I'm glad we brought that up because I I didn't want to gloat, but thank you, everyone. Thank you for understanding and coming back to the good side. Um, I I appreciate you all. You guys, thank you for not getting Brandon prescribed to antidepressant medication or anything. (laughs) Because God forbid he would have lost another imaginary football game to Seth and I. So, um, yeah, so there we go. The 1987 team, I know neither one of us really watched a bunch of it. We've done some research on the team. Um, I was not born. This didn't qualify for me. No, you you were not born. I was and uh, didn't pay attention. So, um, okay, cool. You've got one more you said in the chat. What else? Uh, do you just want to go again? Because I think you probably have one or two I've got more. two more. 
Yeah, uh, so you, you go ahead. You go next, and then I'll go last. The next I'm going to save the one that I think you might have, but I'll go with the 1991 team. Yep. Um, also coached I by Bill Mallory. That. You did not have that? I did not have that. 7-4-1, and one, all four losses to ranked teams. The one is a tie at Missouri. We used to do a home-and-home home thing with Missouri back in the day. Tied 27-27. Copper Bowl Beat champions. Kentucky. Beat That's Kentucky. Right. Copper Bowl champions with a blowout against Baylor, 24 to nothing. Last bowl win, I believe, in 1991. Notable players, running back Vaughn Dunbar, also a fantasy player of Brandon's, I believe. Um, Thanks for nothing. Quarterback Trent Green and wide receiver Thomas Lewis. Um, another really solid team across the board. Um, kind of did the typical, I don't want to say typical IU football thing where they lose to Ohio State, Penn State, all that stuff, but that's what they did. Um, so I got a question. I had a question, right? When yeah. I, and this is so trivial. You just tell me to shut up. But we played Purdue at home and won. A yeah. lot of you, you, I think you guys are picking up on a theme of a lot of these teams. It's when we beat Purdue. Um, but how did we fit 52,000 people in that stadium? So remember the hills, right? So the hills on each side of the of the stadium, there was only one side, I believe, where the band sat in some like like cheap looking bleachers on one side. And then on the other side, it was just a straight up hill. Well, let's give it up to the fans. 52,000 yeah. fans in 1991. Like, let's right. go. You got to watch the Trent Green show, baby. Trent Green and Von Dunbar on November 23rd. Like, yes. Okay. Brandon, what's your last team? Okay. So, um, sophomore year, Brandon at IU. There it is. That's my last one, too. It's fine. Kind of roots for Pitt. Doesn't really know anything about Indiana football. And then came this magnet. This absolute magnet of a player that you could not take your eyes off of, Kellen Lewis. And you got studs like James Hardy and Marcus Thigpen. You have defensive players like Jamie Curlew and Greg Middleton and Tracy Porter. Man, like I really thought, I thought this was like, all right, pit football is done for me. Indiana football is it. That team was really, really good. I had a few classes with Roger Saffold. He was freaking awesome. He was at Kilroy's when he got drafted. Um, so the 2007 Indiana football team that went seven and five, three and five in the Big Ten, and then unfortunately lost in the Insight.com Bowl to Oklahoma State to drop to seven and six. Um, who was that really good wide receiver? I'm, I'm blanking. Blackman. Yeah, he didn't do anything in the pros because he went to Jacksonville. They also had – I think he's going to say it. Seth? No, he's not on mute. I think that Brandon Whedon was their quarterback. I think 45-year-old Brandon Whedon was their quarterback. And then they had um, James Blackman, who I believe struggled a bit with alcohol post-college career, which got him in trouble with in the NFL. So, well, and the other if you go to Jacksonville, the chances are you're probably not going to make it anyway. So. Right. Yeah. Poor, poor Trisha Lawrence. Um, one thing that I found very sad, but funny, um, our offensive coordinator, Matt Canada is also the current Pittsburgh Steelers offensive coordinator. Um, and we just signed Mitch Trubisky. So, you know, Mitch Trubisky, Kellen Lewis, excited to see what the offense can be excited to see what a Matt Canada offense that thrived with Kellen Lewis can now do. Um, but yeah, the 2007 football team, again, memorable for me, um, just because, uh, it was, um, also Bill Lynch's first year coach yep. Hepner passed away like two months before training camp. Um, so that was just a memorable season play 13 is what coach Hepner always said. And, um, uh, the first season after he passed away, they, they played 13. Um, so that, that, that season is, is memorable in a lot of different ways. Uh, so, so I have the 2007 Indiana football team comfortably in, in, in my seating in, in my projection. Okay. Well, that's it. That's all of them. So we have 2020, 2019, 2016, 2015, 2007, 91 and 87. So here we go, I guess. Here's where we have to make our, our choices. I'm, I'm going to nominate 
the 2020 team, I believe, to be in. Um, and I'm going to I would put them as the number one overall seed. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Six and two, six and one. Uh, again, kind of an unfortunate woulda, coulda, shoulda. Do they lose a seed because of injury? Um, you know, when we do these simulations next week, are, are you know who are we having starting at quarterback? You know, do we have Tuttle? Do we have Penix play? Um, uh, but yes, I, I also had them as my number one seed. All right, the number two seed, and I'll, we can we can debate this here. I've got my number two seed as the 1991 team. 1991 Copper Bowl champions, 7-4-1, and one, all four losses against ranked teams, Von Dunbar, Trent Green, Thomas Lewis. Yep, I can get down okay. with that. Okay. Yep, I'm good with that. This is where it gets interesting after this, though. Yep. Seth, you're allowed to chime in if you have any issues with any of these as well. The number three seed who will be playing in the right bracket. <laughs> it's the number two seed. Um, I've got the 2019 team. I disagree. I Ooh. think it's the 2007. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, again, it, it's a worse overall record. Um, worse, worse, worse big 10 team, but just looking at the players, right? Um, just looking at the players, I, 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 I'm going with the 2017 over the 2019 team. Seth, we need Seth, to help. Tiebreaker. 2019. Uh, there's, I'll go recency bias. Okay. 2019 team makes it. So do we give Brandon 2017 as the four seed or are we looking at 1987 here? Wait, was it seven or 17? 2007 or 1987. I think is deserving of the number four seed. I'd go 2007. Okay. Okay. 2007 it is. All right. So, so we're leaving off 15 and 16, 16, 16 87, 87. Okay. Yep. Just cause guys, Sounds good. guys that are listening, we didn't, we didn't freaking watch that team, dude. We don't have no idea. Um, I can go no, back. No Randall L teams. Like I scoured those Randall L seasons and just, there just one nothing. season, I think with five wins, maybe um, played some close games. I remember listening to him on the radio, but could, like you imagine Randall L in a tournament, like, yeah. man, crazy. Good, good senior point guard leadership. Yeah. Um, which Purdue doesn't have. Um, yeah. So just looking at the bracket, <laughs> Just looking at the bracket. I, I think it's I think it's a slaughter one through four, one versus four, but two yeah. versus three is gonna two be versus good. three is gonna be good. One versus four is gonna be the 2020 team versus the 2017 team, and two versus three is the 1991 team versus the 1920 or I'm sorry, not the 1929 team. The 2019 have another drink, <laughs> have another drink. Let me have another drink. See, is that 20s? Is that how they talked in the 20s? See, yeah, that's see. Right. Um. So, yeah, there we go. So we will debate this. We will break that down into a bunch of imaginary game situations. And Tell us who, who you think we snubbed. Tell, you, tell us how you would have ranked them. And, by the way, a little production note here is you can't put 20 and 19 I against each other in a 1-4 matchup. you got to save that oh, for the championship, dreading baby. that. Dreading it. Okay. The tw- that I feel like we're going to get ripped apart for not having the 1987 team in. Um, they didn't lose in the Peach Bowl. They did, like they did. I mean, just we won the Liberty Bowl the next year. I mean, arguably the '88. Team Maybe the '88 team's a better team. Same players, pretty much, right? Anthony Thompson. Mm-hmm. Well, they lost Eric Moore, Van Waiters, and Ernie Jones, I believe. But Anthony Thompson comes back another All American season. Won the Liberty. I'm Bowl. surprised. Like I, I had '88 like on my list. Um, I mean, went eight, three, and one. I think that's the one that's going to make people mad, not the eighty-seven team. I feel like the eighty. I feel like people are going to get mad about the two thousand seven team, but I'm with you on that. I mean, I remember the Iowa game like it was yesterday. Like the, I mean, we've talked about it three or four times on the podcast about the Kellen Lewis and Josiah Sears play. Like it was crazy. Um, that team was a lot of fun to watch. James Hardy was incredible. Um, 
just the a, Austin a, a star season, man. Yeah. I mean, it's literally <laughs> arguably one of the best moments. How are you going to leave that out? Yeah. To go bowling. What... Like, <laughs> that's what makes it hard. That's what makes it hard to do this with, with basketball or former football teams in a basketball setup. So the 2000 season was literally the play 13 season. Like, yeah, it doesn't stack up to 1988 or 1987, but like, that was Hepner's season. Like that was where the like the the Hep Rock began, right? Like, so people can complain because yes, I mean, if we're looking at just skill, problem not. But but to me, when I went into this, I wasn't just doing resume. I wasn't doing doing all of that. I I I put in some other variables. Um, well, you won. You got one of your teams in. Well, one of your big teams. The other two I had already covered. So there we go. Speaking of covering things, we can cover your body with stuff from the Monon Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products. And by products, I mean T-shirts, sweatshirts, all that cool stuff. Uh, they tell stories, create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs. And as a thank you to our listeners, they're offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10, that's LEO10 at checkout. And guys, real quick before we get back to the show, the club runs are like pretty legit. I believe they've got, they're up like 20, 30 people that go running with each other. I, I believe it's Tuesday night. Seth might have more info on that. I believe it's every Tuesday night they meet at uh, Half Liter Barbecue. It's kind of in the Broad Ripple area. Um, and they just run for, for fun, I guess, um, with each other. So yeah, check it out. Again, uh, link is in the show notes. They'll have some details on that. You can also follow them on Instagram for a lot of that stuff or just add them to their email list. They're not super annoying. They always send out like one a week or one a month. So um, there we go. Cool. Back to the show. On to Brando's Randos. All right. So obviously a March Madness flair, uh, of course. Um, so I need to know, guys, how do you guys celebrate March Madness? Um I have ever since I got a, a big boy job. So ever since 2012, um, I have taken every Thursday, Friday off. Um, you know, I, I, I'm scared to mention his name, but I'm just going to. Dan Dockich said something probably a little less than a decade ago. And if your boss is going to fire you for taking two days off work, they were just looking for a reason to fire you anyway. And like that resonated with like 23 year old Brandon. Um, so ever since then, like I haven't looked back. I've taken every single Thursday, Friday off and I will continue to do that um, until uh, till the end of time or end what of was, my time. What was the reason that Bowling Green fired him again? Oh, sorry. Never <laughs> no, no, no. He left, Seth. He left Bowling Green, remember? Because he had too many injuries and that's why they started yeah. being bad right yeah uh, i forgot i forgot like the narrative that he spins don't ever say that regardless say i like his logic in front of him i like his logic there if if you're gonna get fired because of taking two days off work you are gonna get fired for something anyway so, I, take half, been, I take half days those days yeah like i'll go in show my face for a couple things. hours yeah i that's seth and i well, not so much, Seth. I've got a pretty decent job where I can just kind of show up a little bit early, show my face around a little bit, and then just get out. So that's what I'll be doing tomorrow. I'll throw that out there. I don't care. And then I'm off on Friday. So uh, I'm assuming I'm going to need a recovery night uh, or recovery day on Friday. So I decided to just take Friday off. So there you go. That's how we do it usually. And by the way, mine's a little bit more intense. And Seth, congratulations. Seth was nominated to uh, host a couple days for our group um, on I, Saturday I, and Sunday. But we I was going to wait a- till off the pod to pod. I don't know. I said that's pod. so weird. The pod. pod. If IU wins on Thursday, I will be hosting. But if IU doesn't win, I will be over your house Saturday. See you then, buddy. Yeah, there's just there's no way I can go to a Purdue fans house to go watch the IU game. Like that's even better. There's there's no way I can physically, mentally, emotionally go to a Purdue fans house to go watch the game. But if IU um, isn't in, I will be at your house. Won't be your house. Uh, um, Pod. Pod. 
God. Yeah. Sometimes but, my East Coast Pittsburghese comes out when when I'm least expecting it. I mean, Throw you, you don't want to watch IU Akron and his in his basement. No. That sounds good to me. I, I do that. Um, okay. Um, yeah, so what I was saying was usually I host, we go four TVs. And so this is what we're going to do again. Somebody else is hosting four TVs. We'll have one TV straight Xbox for the most part, unless we've got four really good games going on. And then we'll have all four games up. So that's how we do it. Do it big. So what's next? Is this the best sporting event? Yes. Is this better than the Super Bowl? Is this better than game seven of the World Series? Is this better than like you can just keep keep going? Uh, but is this the best sporting event? Seth answered yes already. I believe yes, but I believe yes until like, I guess until I was 35 years old, which is now, and we haven't been in the tournament for six years, and then to have to sit through and literally be confident for an entire week that we were going to make the tournament, and then to sit through 60 teams or whatever it was before IU's name was announced was not fun um, or enjoyable at any point in time, and then... um, to stay up and watch that garbage can of a trash can game or garbage can of a basketball game on uh, last night was really bad, but no, this is, this is as good as it gets. I think once it really kicks off, we start getting the upsets. I'll, I'll start getting back into the spirit, but I'm going to shout out to uh, IU super fan, Darren, him and I uh, went back and forth um, agreeing on IU's uh, things that they should change on the court. Darren, Darren is a great guy, um, great to interact with. So shout out to Darren. Shout out Darren. All right. That's it. Last, you got, I got one more. I got right, one more. We got to talk about it. Let's hear your March Madness predictions. I want to mm-hmm. hear some upsets. I want to hear Final Four. I want to hear Champion. I want to hear what, what do you guys got going on? Let me give you guys my toddler's picks. So I have a two-year-old, well, almost two-year-old and a three-year-old. And I did the uh, ESPN, I think it was the Yahoo version, where you can go game by game with the basically the mascots right there up in the front of your face. So here's what they ended up. The youngest, Boise State, IU, <laughs> Boise State because of the horse, Arizona and Kansas. So he did pretty well on one side and terrible on the other side. And with the final being Boise State versus Kansas, <laughs> And I asked him repeatedly, are you sure that's the team that you want is Boise State? Yes. Boise State national champion. Uh, oldest one, loves IU, sees IU all the time. IU, IU, all this stuff. He's got Memphis, IU, Delaware, and Richmond in his final four with uh, a, a final of IU and Richmond. I haven't done one seriously, like, all the way through. The only one I've really done kind of serious, I showed to, to Seth today, and I cannot talk about who's in that final four. Dang. Well, you, you didn't invite me back because I dominated your bracket. Just like I, I would do, do- I didn't do a bracket. I didn't do a bracket. I'm talking last year. I didn't do a bracket this year. Right. You didn't do it last year because I absolutely dominated. Oh, Just like you guys will never invite me to your fantasy team league oh, because I'll dominate that. that as well. You can, you can um, join. You can join. Uh, so no, uh, no, we can't. Since you guys didn't invite me, um, I, I have both playing teams winning. I have uh, I have Alabama. And St. Mary's losing. Um, I do have a. Uh, I wanted to pick Chattanooga over Illinois. Really, really bad. Um, didn't do that though. Um, I wanted to pick Yale, but Yale is really, Yale's really, really bad. bad. Yale's really um, bad. Uh, but I have USC beating Auburn. Um, I. Uh, what else do I have here? I have North Carolina beating Baylor. Um, and I have Gonzaga. So I have a lot of upsets, but my championship is very chalk. I have Gonzaga beating Arizona yeah. in the, uh, in, in the championship, but I do have, uh, I have Texas tech beating Duke. Um, I, I have, yep. I have Tennessee beating Villanova, yep. um, Michigan, Colorado state. I have winning is I have Colorado Loyola. state even there. Did they even show up here yet? Are they even in Indianapolis yet? Yeah, so that could be an easy one. Here's my here's my real one, real Final Four. The only one that I've really done, and this is disgusting. Oh, God, it hurts to even say the first two. Uh, Duke and Purdue, Arizona and Wisconsin. 
Purdue does not of, make it past Texas. They Purdue uh, can't I told beat this Chris to Seth today. I told this to Seth today that I, I thought Wisconsin or Wisconsin Texas could beat him. He yeah. does not agree. No, I do. I do agree. Chris Beard has our number, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, Brandon, I'm terrified that you and I have almost the exact same upsets listed and we have the same championship. It's because we're both very smart. I know, which is terrible to admit. Um, Yeah, I have Purdue losing in the Sweet 16. I don't think that they can. Yeah. Uh, But the good news for you, Bragg, is that because you picked Purdue, if they do make this to the Final Four, you're a genius. And if they don't, you still get to feel good about yourself because you got to watch Purdue lose. So who do you guys pick out of the Midwest bracket? Because I've I've messed around with that one because I don't think Auburn's not playing well. I haven't been sold on Kansas all year. Iowa, Wisconsin, Iowa seems to be the trendy pick. Iowa's super trendy, but I I called this and Seth Seth noted it. I'm pretty sure. I think he took a screenshot, kept it as a receipt. A couple weeks ago, I stated Wisconsin's a Final Four team. You did, and I do have Keegan Murray's playing on it. It's okay. Keegan Murray's Keegan Murray's fine. If we would have had Jordan Geronimo, we would have won that game. Future future Indiana Pacer Keegan Murray. If we would have had Jordan Geronimo, we would have won that game. I will continue to repeat it. Okay, let's move on to producer Seth Sachs. We can wrap this up here. This is not a basketball pod. All right, I got two quick ones for you guys. First one. Um. How many really good IU football years do they, do you think they've had? So no, you I laughed the math about this. Yeah, it looks like it's 137 years, but there's one year they didn't play any games. So let's say 136 total seasons. Let me guess winning seasons. Did you count them? I didn't, but I have a pretty good idea of only what I would t- consider only good went to 13 seasons. bowls. So I was gonna guess. Oh well, yeah, but I still feel like winning seasons. We'd have enough, it's higher right? than I thought it was like going to be. I'll just say that much. in the fifties, the forties, and the uh, the forties and the eighties are a lot better than you think. Okay, you don't have to sit here and count them on air. But no, it's, it's like fine. it's like twenty five. We are the losingest football program in the entire country. We understand that, but. We are on a much better uptick than, say, I don't know, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, other than last year, mm-hmm. Wake Forest, Vanderbilt. Um, so I, I feel good about us getting out of on that. a lot of those. Yeah, Oregon State's re- been really bad for a long time. Um, Kansas is on its way down to the cellar of, I'm not sure you can get relegated from football, but they should have been relegated a long time ago. So, yeah, there you go. All right. And here's my other thing is we're talking about our favorite. Well, not we. You are talking about your favorite uh, IU football team since you've been alive. Now, what are your favorite teams that you remember from your life thus far, regardless of sport and regardless of college or pro? Is there a team? Like for me, I'll go ahead and say it was the uh, the Valpo Crusade. Well, I guess they're the Beacons now. Uh, the 98 Sweet 16 team with Bryce Drew, Jamie Sykes as point guard, and the Jenkins twins as forwards, and then the scary Lithuanian, uh, I think it was Viskovitz at the time. Um, like, that's the stuff that, like, you remember forever, and it's super fun and has a really personal significance to me, you know, growing up there. Is there, what's your guys' favorite? And again, doesn't, doesn't have to be basketball, it can be any sport, but favorite well, no, let's team. Stay, let's stay basketball. Let's say basketball. I'm going to go with one that's I probably shouldn't pick, but the 2005 Illinois team with Luther Head, D Brown, Darren Williams, Roger Powell, and James Augustine was mm-hmm. one of the most fun teams to watch. Um, I'm going to go with that's the team that lost, I believe, to North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina in the 2005 um, national championship game. That was one of my favorite teams, as well as, speaking of North Carolina, the 1997 North Carolina team. Let me look it up. Vince, are you talking Vince, Vince Carter, Antoine Jameson, Brandon Haywood, uh, Shimon Williams. Yeah, this team, 1997. Yeah, Vince Carter, Shimon Williams. I don't know if you guys remember him. Brandon Haywood, um, Ed Coda. There's yeah. a name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Antoine Jameson. That was a really fun team. I actually painted my my room, I believe, in 1997 to like a Tar Heel blue. <laughs> yeah, those are my two favorite college basketball teams. I think outside of IU, but those are my two favorite college basketball teams. Yeah, for me, um, two teams, kind of, kind of three teams stand out. One was Florida Gulf Coast of a oh, few yeah. years ago. That was just super fun. Um, they just dunked on everyone. They were a 15 seed. Um, they, they, they won two games. That was awesome. Um, the George Mason run, do you guys yeah. remember that? Yep. Yep. They ended up um, playing LSU big, big baby Davis, I think. In LSU. Yeah, 11 seed made it to a final four. That was really fun. Um, and then Shaka smart. Um, oh yeah. Uh, 11 seed playing an eight seed Butler yeah. in the final four. Um, it was the first four to the final four year, right? For yeah. BCU. First four yeah. to the final four. Um, just th- those are kind of like the three basketball ones um that uh and then and then one year Pitt was a one seed and they ran into yep. scotty reynolds and villanova and oh, scotty reynolds about when just, they lost um oh just ruined it it was very similar to like how iu had its best team ever and then flailed in the sweet 16 against syracuse, syracuse. that's exactly what happened to Pitt. um but scotty reynolds and villanova i thought you were um, going to talk about the Pitt team that lost to butler the one well, where that's horrible um, yeah, that's what I was just that throw the honorable mentions. Yeah, the two didn't... Butler teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the no Butler team. Seth. That was one of the. That was the one time I think I was really sucked into. You know, I don't. I came. I'm so glad I brought that up. Or Seth just brought it up there at the end. That I was really sucked in. Like I bought a Butler shirt. Like I mean, Butler to me is, and Butler really to IU and Purdue people is like meh. They're like little, like the littlest little brother, a cousin. And then you can cheer for a cousin. As long as they're not playing the cousin, it's fine. So, yeah, you can cheer for them. That was fun. It was a really good time. So, uh, this pod was, it was okay. It was fun, I think, right? I don't know. We'll wrap it up. Be sure to check out the pod on Twitter. It's at Podcast LEO. Be sure to download, follow, rate, review, tell all of your friends. Um, tell them to listen when the football starts. It's more fun, I think. <laughs> but um, until then, you know, we'll talk to you guys next week when we give head-to-head analysis and bring you our best IU football team ever since 1986. We love you guys. Elio. Safe this weekend, Elio. Elio. He said it. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.